0: Pep Boys is upgrading your auto service and dire experience to go further faster with ASC certified technicians. Text alerts to track your progress and 1,000 convenient locations nationwide. Make an appointment today at PepBoys.com. We go further to help you go farther. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to jumbocasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner. It's Friday night, so we take you now to Duffy's Tavern, starring Archie himself, Ed Gardner. <laughs> Duffy's Tavern is brought to you by Bristol Myers, makers of Vitalis and Minute Rub, two products that will pay you to remember. Minute Rub, modern chest rub. Vitalis for well-groomed hair. Minute Rub, Vitalis.
1: Hello, Duffy's Tavern. What do you eat me to eat? Archie, you the manager speaking? Duffy ain't here. Hello, Duffy. Merry Christmas to you. Uh, by the way, we got two more Christmas cards tonight. Well, one from uh, Colucci, the fruit peddler. Yeah, very pretty card, too. It's got his coat of arms. Two crossed bananas with a tomato rampant in the background.
2: <laughs> yeah, and
1: the other one's from Cavendish, the undertaker. Yeah, it says, Wishing you a joyous and merry Christmas and a short but happy new year.
2: <laughs>
1: P.S., drop in and see our new Christmas wrappings. <laughs> Yeah, you ought to be here, Duffy. All ready to joint this reeking with Christmas iota. Yeah, we're even putting on a show tonight, The Christmas Carol. Well, it's an old play by Charles Dickens. Dickens, as in go to deep. <laughs> yeah. yeah, well, the guy's a very famous writer, Duffy. He wrote uh, David Copperfield, The uh, Picnic Papers. Uh... <laughs> uh, that other one about the dame, you know. Uh, uh... All of twist.
2: <laughs> well, look, Duffy,
1: I'm busy now. I gotta rewrite the Christmas carol. Yeah, well, I gotta fix it up. You know, some of the grammar is a little old fashioned.
2: <laughs> I'll call
1: you back, Duffy. Merry Christmas. Okay. Hey, Eddie. Uh, yes. Yeah, look, it's Christmas. Uh, why do you say we kind of infest the joint with a little Christmas flavor? we us just put some mistletoes around and some holly wreaths, huh?
3: Oh, we've practically got a holly wreath already. The customers at the bar is
1: turning red, and the ones that just finished eating are turning green. Eddie, <laughs> will you cut out the whiz me? I'm serious. Now, what could we do to make the joint a little more Christmasy? Uh, we could
3: get a nice snow
1: effect by whitewashing the sawdust.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's a
1: good idea Yeah, sure, and I could trot around under the table with a little cask of brandy tied around my neck <laughs> yeah. yeah, that'd be cute, like one of them St. Bernstein dogs
2: <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: Yeah, Good old Christmas, uh, By the way, I wonder what uh, Duffy is going to give us for Christmas this year
3: Yeah, I wonder... Hey, you know, I kind of got my heart set on the Hope Diamond. You
1: hope, you hope, you hope. <laughs> what did he
3: give you in last year again? A uh, monogrammed dustpan.
2: <laughs>
1: yeah. Yeah, that's right. I remember that. Yeah. it makes a nice set with the monogram broom he gave me the year before. Now, look, Eddie, don't be bitter. After all, Duffy ain't really such a bad guy. No,
3: he ain't such a bad guy.
1: No. 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 No.
2: Well,
1: so long, this is where I get off. Eddie, you better remember that Christmas dinner he gave us last year. The celery and the chestnuts and the cranberries and the charge.
2: <laughs> I
1: was kidding. That big whole roast pig with the apple in its mouth. The uh-huh. Hello, Finnegan, where's the apple? Huh? <laughs> What apples? Uh, Skip, it's just a little picture you have to conjure you into my mind. Anyways, Merry Christmas to you, Finnegan. Now, and
4: a Merry Christmas to you, Watch. By the way, uh, that brings up a subject. What? Watch, I'd like to ask you a question.
2: Well,
4: what's the question? Well, Watch, promise me you'll tell me the truth. I promise. Okay. Watch. Is there a Santa (laughs) Claus?
1: Well, bless your heart, son. and what brought this on? Well,
4: I was over to Macy's this morning, and on the fifth floor, there was a tall, skinny Santa Claus, and and I got down to the third floor, and there's a short, fat Santa Claus. Frankly, I'm beginning to smell a rat.
1: (laughs) Now, tell me, will you? Uh, Look, I I don't want to be no stool pigeon. I... I'd rather get asked somebody else. So,
4: right well, here. who am I going to ask, Arch? Oh, you asked me, little brother Wilford, and he says there ain't no chain of But what does he know?
2: <laughs> He's only a
4: child.
1: Look, you, you put me in a very bad position. Well, you
4: gotta tell me, Arch. I'm old enough to know,
2: <laughs>
4: and I'm going to find out sooner or later anyway. <laughs> Any place, I'd rather that somebody. Oh, else. come on, Arch. You told me about the stalk, didn't you?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Believe me,
4: this is important for me. Oh, why? Why is it so important? Well, I ain't smart enough to keep a job. I, I can't read, I can't write, I don't like girls. If there's no Santa Claus, what have I got to live for? <laughs> well,
1: okay, Finnegan, west, you your uh, ask for it. You see... <clears throat> This Santa Claus thing started, uh, well, you see, there's the birds and the bees and the flowers. Yeah. And, Finnegan, turn your eyes the other way, will you? <laughs> That's better. Now, you asked me if there's a Santa Claus. So prepare yourself, Finnegan. Go ahead, Arch. I can take it. Finnegan, there is no... Arch! Arch! No truth to the rumor that there is no Santa Claus. There is a Santa Claus. Oh,
4: boy, what a load up in me, man. Santa
1: Claus, you should come in. Ah, these are adults. Hello? Oh, just a second. Eddie is here. girlfriend, Sonia Jones. Oh, my. The first official sign of Christmas. (laughs) Hello?
3: Oh, hello, Sonya. Merry Christmas. Huh? Sure, I love you, Sugar. What you doing? Uh, is you alone,
2: baby?
3: <laughs> well, ain't that a man's voice out here? Or are you listening to the news on the radio? Sonya, how long has Gable Heater been calling you, honey? <laughs> suspicious. Yeah, baby, I know I'm always in your heart, yeah. But, honey, who's that that's always in your apartment?
2: <laughs> <laughs> huh?
3: Well, Merry Christmas, honey. Yeah. Uh, by the way, extend the season's greetings to Gable Heater for me.
2: <laughs> that's
1: bad <dead> news tonight. <laughs> Why do you let that Sonya kick you around like this? What are you, man or your mouse? Pass the cheese.
5: (laughs) Uh Say, Archie.
1: Oh, hello, Miss Duffy. Hey, what's the matter with you today?
5: Why?
1: Well, you look even more battered than usual. Yeah, and
5: that's just the way I feel. Gee, Archie, those department stores are terrible. You try to get near a counter and you take your life in your hands. They push you around, tear your sock and step on your toes, gouge your eyes out.
1: Well, uh, what were you trying to buy?
5: Nothing, I was just browsing. <laughs> <clears throat>
1: well, that starts our conversation this evening on a nice idiotic basis.
5: <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Oh, uh, incidentally, I hear you're going to put on a Christmas show tonight. Yes. Well, uh, needless to say, you'll want me to sing.
1: On the contrary, equally needless.
5: <laughs>
1: you want that foghorn falsetto. That off coloratura <laughs> You are not going Now to...
5: listen here, you big dope.
1: Look, Miss Duffy, leave us not fight tonight. It's the Christmas season, and I'm in too good a mood. In fact, I'm so happy, I'd like to kiss you. Hmm? Blindfolded, of course. (laughs) Okay, you can sing in the show. Uh, Mr. Melnick. Yeah, look, uh, we're gonna need some Christmassy background music for the show tonight. Are you equipped? We're loaded, Jackson. In what way, Phil? (laughs) How are you loaded? (laughs) I got a kid named Robert Maxwell that's murder on this Christmas stuff. A harp player. Harp player, huh? Good idea. Duffy will love it. (laughs) It's his native music. (laughs) Okay, we'll put the kid in the show Hey, Archie Yes, Mr. Miller Uh, Can you use me in a Christmas show? Well, yeah, maybe you could announce it Uh, Give
0: me a sample for instance What would you say? Well, I don't know Maybe something like this Uh, Ladies and gentlemen Duffy's Tavern takes great pleasure in presenting its Christmas show Starring that famous hair-grooming preparation, Vitalis
1: Very good
0: (laughs) Very good
1: (laughs) Then I suppose you had in mind a ballet, maybe, where four men with tight, dry scalps dance around a bottle of Vitalis?
2: <laughs>
1: while the band plays Here, Here, the gang's all here? Well, no, Archie, the orchestra would play Here, Here, Vitalis is Almost Here. Very sharp. Pull up your podium and pray continue.
0: (laughs) Well, yeah, pretty soon now, Vitalis will be back. Back to keep your dry, unruly hair well-groomed. And without that plaster-down patent leather shine. Yes, pretty soon, you'll be able to use Vitalis and the 60-second workout to loosen your tight, dry scalp, route loose dandruff, and help prevent excessive falling hair. Shortages will soon be relieved. And then you'll be able to get original, genuine Vitalis, the hair grooming preparation that's been the standby of so many men for so long. Okay,
1: Eddie, we're all set. Now give me that bung starter. Thank you. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, as you all know, each year we present our centennial Christmas show. That moment has just become ripe. Right. So, I want you all to enjoy the show. Applaud when you like. Be merry. Have laughs. In other words, feel free to vent your spleen in any way you wish. <laughs> so without no further ado, leave us on with the show. Carry on, Mr. Miller. Thank you.
0: <laughs> Duffy's Tavern brings you Christmas music. Christmas drama.
5: But Santa Claus, suppose my husband comes home and finds you here.
0: (laughs) Christmas humor.
5: Do you think we will have a white Christmas, darling?
1: Well, it will if it don't rain, dear. (laughs) And now, on with the show. For our first act this evening, we give you that beloved little entertainer, your waiter and mine, Eddie Green. To know him is to tip him. Take it.
3: You better watch out, better not cry, better not part, I'm telling you why, Santa Claus is coming, coming on down to Harlem town, oh my, hey. and you got to find out who's naughty or nice, Santa Claus is coming, with his bag full of jive, Mr. Five by Five, See. When you're sleeping, and he knows how good you've been, so if you meet him face to face, say, "Solid old man, give me some skin." (laughs) He's got no reins, there ain't got no sled, but he's on his way, and he's coming instead on the axis of the speaker and the (laughs) spider
1: Thank you very much, Eddie Green. Now for our next act, we reach into our Christmas grab bag, and what do we pull out? None other than Mister Robert Maxwell's the world's greatest harvest. Okay, Robert, uh, take us on a muller side with a rebeat hubcap, and send us solid with an old rip ref sand sack. Yep. Okay, take it away, Robert Maxwell. <laughs> Well, Duffy, you gotta give the guy credit. He plays the thing with his bare hands.
2: <laughs>
1: what? Mrs. Duffy says she would like to have a little more Christmas schmaltz, huh? Okay, boss. <clears throat> Look, Matty, uh, can the uh, kid uh, jive out a little more big beat with a riff on his schmaltz side? What? Oh, I see him talking to a square. Uh, <laughs> Duffy says he would like something a little more befitting to the occasion of the season. Well, how about White Christmas? Okay, let him chop it away in a gut bucket. thing ever has any little ukuleles named one after me. <laughs> we now have to continue our cruise down Santa Claus Lane, <clears throat> we next hear from that great singing duet, Clifton Finnegan and Miss Duffy, <laughs> <laughs> better known as Half a Wit and a Near Miss. <laughs>
2: this
1: is 3rd Avenue's answer to the atomic bomb. <laughs>
4: Okay, take it away. Fly, you listening? are you listening?
2: Yeah. Oh, the i <laughs> I yeah.
1: It sounded like Jeanette McDonald with a half-Nelson on Eddie. <laughs> and now, we have a surprise act for you. It's Mr. Marvin Miller, our genial master of ceremonies, will beliger us with a poem. Go right ahead, Mr. Miller.
0: Was the night before Christmas, and all through the nation... People had chest colds and had stuffed-up sensations. Just
1: a second. Wait a minute. I think I can finish that for you. With his sleigh full of minute rub over housetops and spires came Santa Claus shouting, On, Bristol! On, Myers!
2: (laughs) Hmm?
1: Okay, Mr. Mullen, you may now lapse into
0: prose, if you please. Well, just to say that Minute Rub, a really modern chest rub, is wonderful to help relieve that uncomfortable cold misery. All you do is rub Minute Rub on your throat, chest, and back, and in a minute, Minute Rub gets to work and starts to relieve that clogged-up feeling in the nose and throat. Starts to bring a feeling of warmth to those tight, sore chest muscles. And because Minute Rub is greaseless and stainless, it can't stain clothes or bed linens. So get a jar of Minute Rub and get relief from annoying cold misery the modern way, the greaseless, stainless Minute Rub way. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Miller, you may now announce the big piece of resistance. Right.
2: <laughs>
0: Ladies and gentlemen, we now present the Christmas Carol, written by the Dickens boys, Charles and Archie. <laughs> As our scene opens, we find Ebenezer Scrooge, played by Archie, preparing to go to bed in his miserable little room on Pickledilly Square.
2: LAUGHTER
0: all England is a grog with Yule-time spirit. But for miserable old Ebenezer Scrooge, there is no Christmas. At the moment we find him in an ugly mood, writing in his diary. Dear diary, had
1: a pleasant day today. Bankrupted three widows, foreclosed twelve mortgages, and drove nine families out into the snow. Barefooty, of
2: course. Oh, Mr.
1: Scrooge, sire. Oh, it is my butler, Godfrey. What do you want, my man Godfrey?
3: It's getting mighty cold, and yet do you think we can afford to throw another twig on the fire?
1: Heavens to Betsy, man, you threw one on last Friday. (laughs) Do you think these twigs grow on trees?
2: (laughs)
3: But it's getting cold in here. There's icicles on the window.
1: So what? Ain't you never seen icicles on a window before? Not on the inside.
3: <laughs> oh, before I forget, the widow Scratchit called this morning.
1: Uh, Scratchit, Scratchit is uh, she the widow of Willie Scratchit? I mean Willie Scratchit. <laughs>
3: You, you, you work to death squeezing limes in your lime house <laughs> She says She said you promised to pay her a pension of two pence a week
1: Well, get rid of her, Godfrey If I have to go around paying two pence a week to every widow in Wessex I wouldn't have a pair of pence to me name <laughs> Besides, it ain't my fault that that husband of hers Didn't save nothing out of what I gave him every week
3: But, sire, how much can one save out of ten lashes a week? <laughs> ah,
1: bah, humbug
3: But the widow's downstairs starving, sire Can't we at least give her a piece of bread?
1: Oh, leave her starved and poor people is all alike Greedy, huh, boss? Yeah
3: <laughs>
1: Give them bread today and tomorrow they're back asking for water
2: <laughs>
1: Yeah, hey, but sire, this is Christmas Christmas, how I hate it Christmas trees, presents Happy people, goodwill I hate Christmas
3: But why do you feel this way, sire?
1: I'll tell you why, Knave Because I am a black hearted, A tight-fisted, bitter Stingy old skinflint. No, oh, Duffy, not you, me
2: <laughs>
1: Now, where was I? Oh, yes, Godfrey. I think I shall hie me hence to bed. Very good, sour. That's sire.
2: Yes, <laughs> Godfrey.
1: I've done a hard day's dirty work today. It'll feel good to crawl in between them nice, clean sheets of newspaper.
3: <laughs> well,
1: good night, my man, Godfrey.
3: Good night, sire.
1: Don't forget to blow out the twig.
3: <laughs> yes, sire.
1: So hard, you fool. That twig's got to last us all day tomorrow. Sorry, sire. Uh, now to close one eye and get some sleep. <laughs> yeah, got a big day tomorrow. Got to sprinkle banana peels on the front steps of the old lady's home. <laughs> but to get them chimes made softer. No sense in letting the neighbors hear the time for nothing.
2: <laughs>
3: Ebenezer Scrooge. Ebenezer
1: Scrooge. Wake up. Who's calling me? Who are you?
3: I am the spirit of Christmas.
1: Ah... Uh... <laughs> Ba, ba, humbug.
3: I have come to show you the suffering that your stinginess is causing. I'm going to take you to the house of the Widow Scratchit. The next voice you hear will be that of the Widow Scratchit herself.
5: Oh, <laughs> um, Tiny
4: Tim, Tiny Tim. Uh, come in, my
5: <laughs> The flies are coming in, and we haven't got enough to eat ourselves.
4: (laughs) Mommy, I am weak with hunger.
5: I know it, my poor boy.
4: Ain't we got nothing in the house? Even a crusted swaback?
5: Not even a herring. (laughs) Tim, land sakes, this floor is cold. Where are your shoes? Come on, son, speak up. Where are your shoes? Tim. Stop picking that leather out of your teeth and tell me, where are your shoes? (laughs) Oh, Tim. Tim, you didn't eat
4: them. Of course I did, Mama. I am only a little tot. My body must have nourishment. Mama, why is Ebenezer Scrooge so wicked?
5: Oh, he isn't really wicked, son. He's just socially maladjusted. (laughs) He hates to part with a buck. (laughs) <laughs>
4: oh, yeah, well, I still say it's wicked of him, starve a My old boy like me to death Did you hear that, Ebenezer Scrooge? You have caused
1: all this suffering with your stinginess Spirit, you got me dead to rights All of a sudden, I behold how low I have sank Well, Ebenezer, what are you going to do about it? I'm going to give 50,000 pounds to Tiny Tim and Mrs. Scratchit And the rest of my money, I will give to nothing but orphan asylums. Every one of them. From Essex to Wessex. From Wessex to Sussex. And as far north as Norsex. (laughs) And I want to thank you, Spirit of Christmas. You have lighted up the way for me. You have learned me that it is better to give than to receive. Hello? Mrs. Duffy? Huh? Huh? Uh, he's over in the corner crying like a baby. I'll get him over to the phone. We'll we'll try to cheer him up. Come on, let's let's see, sing him a song. Huh? Yeah. Hello, hello, Duffy. Hey, look, stop crying, will you? Hey, well, I know, and we love you too. But Christmas ain't supposed to be sad, Duffy. Cheer up! It's, it's, it's Christmas is supposed to be gay. It's holly wreaths and. Santa Claus, and Prancer, and Dancer, and Dunder, and Pilsner, and...
2: <laughs> <laughs>
4: and Jingle Bell, Duffy. Jingle Bell, Jingle,
2: jingle, bell, jingle, bell, jingle all the way. Oh, what fun it is to ride in one horse oh, open sleigh!
1: Just a second here. Hey, does that make you feel better, Duffy? Huh? What a softie. He's crying harder than ever.
0: (laughs) And now, ladies and gentlemen, it's time to leave Duffy Tavern for this evening, but let's meet here again at this same time next Friday night. In the meantime, if you have a cold, remember Minute Rub. And for well-groomed hair, remember Vitalis. Did you know this? The Egyptians of long ago shaved themselves with seashells. Yes, and shell razors must have been mighty hard on a man's face. Of course, even today with the most modern razors, shaving can still be painful for men with tender faces. But now there's Ingram Shaving Cream. That rich Ingram lather helps condition your face for the razor. You enjoy cool, soothing shaves. Better try Ingram yourself. Remember, comfort means coolness. Coolness means Ingram. I-N-G-R-A-M. Ingram, the cooler shaving cream.